Hello, hello. Welcome. <laughs> oh, if that's any indication of how this episode is going to go, you guys can go ahead and turn it off. Excuse, Greetings. Excuse you, Stephen. Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome to the My Shot of Life podcast with your co-host, Victor. And Stephen. <laughs> On this week's episode, we're discussing tattoos, piercings, and the public perception. We'll be sipping on some of the Evan Williams 1783 Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, a bourbon whiskey that we actually have tried before on the show. Sure have. But, unfortunately, have not been able to broadcast the episode. Interesting how that works. Yes, it is. If you'd like to learn more about that, please contact us via our website, myshotoflife.com. And we'll leave it at that. Uh, later we'll be presenting our recurring segment, Toilet Talk, where today we're talking about what to do when the toilet gets clogged. I know you know how to do it, Vic, because you're the... Because I do it all the time. <laughs> well, I was just going to say because you look like Mario. Whoa. Yeah, you're right. To wrap things up today, uh, we will discuss our ratings about the uh, Evan Williams 1783. And without further 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 ado... <laughs> We will cheers. cheers. This is just as good as it was the last time we tried it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a little bit stronger on the end too. Yeah, definitely hits you at the end, which is strange. We'll get into it later. Sure, I've got some comments. So, Victor, you're a big tattoo person. Big tattoo person. And by big tattoo person, you have a giant person tattooed on your body. It's true. Not as large and magnificent as the phoenix that is on ben affleck's body ben affleck's body Jesus. oh i found all right so let's go ahead and get into that because i want to disclose information that i found out about that uh if you haven't seen guys who are girls who are listening to this podcast ben affleck has the ugliest tattoo on his back it's it looks like a child drew it that's your opinion maybe oh but, i'll tell you what happened it's yeah it's not great maybe one of his children drew it and then he said, hey, can you put this on my back? Just like Instead of putting it on the make fridge, it, yeah, he put it on his back. Dude, and that's a real family man right there. Good for him, you know? Uh, so I, I looked that up, actually, because you showed me the link, uh, and you showed me the picture on Google the other day. That's a fake tattoo. It's for a movie. I mean, that's what everyone was saying, and then, like, they saw it in the pictures and were like, that's, there's no way that's fake. Well, he has to get, like, a. it's not a... Yeah, a temporary tattoo he had to get I mean, the, I'm sure I for the movie. I think like henna lasts for a couple weeks at yeah. least. So maybe that's I guess it doesn't wash off either. I don't know how that works because he was yeah. in, in the, the water, ocean. in the yeah. ocean, yeah. With his lifeguard garb and uh uh saving kids' lives yeah. from sharks. I think Classic. this is Jaws the sequel. Classic Ben Affleck. Where yeah. he sucking up to everybody. Plays Bruce Wayne. Like right? like the Aquaman version. No, he plays Aquaman. Ah. He's like a lifeguard who turns into a fish. Spoiler alert, the next Justice League movie is just Ben Affleck playing every single character. <laughs> oh my god. I would actually like to see him dressed up as Gal Gadot. <laughs> as Wonder Woman. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Hot. Uh, anyway. And speaking of aquatics, you your tattoo is actually of um, a deep sea diver. Sure is. Dude, so here's the deal. Uh... Tattoos, mm. man, like pressing us, holding us down, bruh. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're just a form of self-expression. So I know we're not like polar opposites on this. Um, you know, there's an appreciation for tattoos. I know you have, um, and I certainly have having a couple of them. Uh, but I guess where we line up, like it's something that you would never do to your body, correct? Uh, I mean, like ninety nine percent chance you would not. Get right? Tattoo. Yeah, there's a good chance that it's never gonna happen for me. Only because I, I'm really frugal, <laughs> so that definitely weighs in the conversation. But if it was something where money wasn't much of an issue, well, not that it is much of an issue right now, but um, if, if along with money and maybe career path, uh, I would potentially pers- you know change my mind. But I'm not a yeah. I'm not a in a in a band. Sure. I mean, uh, yeah, and to speak <laughs> on those two things, uh especially we both watch a lot of soccer and that's where you see it. These guys are, you know, they have great hair and like crazy tattoos all over their bodies. And so like you said from a a fiscal perspective, like if if I had a lot more money, I would 
have a lot more tattoos. That that would go hand in hand. It's just a matter of finding finding the money. Like there are better things I think that I can spend my money on at this point than yeah. just going and getting you know two whole sleeves done. But like if that was your job, I mean you wouldn't have to worry about it from the financial perspective, and then also from a professional perspective, you know it's just kind of kind of par for the course there. Whereas in a professional setting that we find ourselves in frequently, um, it is a little more touch and go. And I know that was kind of my uh, biggest roadblock in getting, I'm in the process of working on, well, at this point, it's going to be closing in on a half sleeve. So going from a quarter sleeve to a half sleeve kind of deal. And so I have one large piece of it done at this point. And, and, and I, when I wear short sleeves, pops out. You know, yeah, it, it, it is absolutely. It's visible. far enough down that a short sleeve shirt's not going to cover up all. So of it. that's, uh, but it's, it's not. It's no one has said anything directly to you at our company that no. is it would be inappropriate. To and have. that's, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. Um, we were actually watching a soccer game at the time, and he has a, a full sleeve. And you know, I was talking we were talking about it because one of the the pieces he had was nice and fresh, and so we were talking about the tattoos. And I said, yeah, you know, if I had a job where I didn't have to be client-facing and, like, you know, that kind of stuff, I would totally get more. And he was like, I'm in a client-facing position, and I just don't care. <laughs> like, So, and that was it for me. I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't care. So I just went ahead and, you know, went with the tattoo. But no, like you said, no one said anything to me yet. Yeah, and, well, it could change if you ever, you know, deviate from the field that we're in and go into something more whatever like the corporate structure of of work would be you know working for a, a big corporation they might have uh, stricter laws but i think the way that society has has gone in the past 10 years is that people are more accepting of that and uh at least they're more they're more accepting and accommodating of different per, different people's beliefs uh preferences that's the word i was looking for so you see a lot of people with different hairstyles uh, different tattoos, piercings. Yes, yeah, so you even see some piercings depending on where you're at. I've seen now. I know it used to be acceptable or only acceptable to have your one ear pierced. Or not? not I'm sorry, not one ear. The one hole at the bottom Just of your like ear, the your earlobe lobe piercing. Yeah, right. And then now you can see. Uh, a lot of girls have multiple piercings around the top of their ear or just one at the top of their ear around the they get the cartilage pierced on yeah. like the inside there. And, and it's acceptable in some you know locations yeah definitely i think um at least getting back to tattoos for now so and in business i guess trading into that perception uh we were taught and this is probably weird in business school we were taught that like if you ever have to go overnight somewhere um for a recruiting event or anything like that that you're going to a new city to visit they're going to take you to a hotel uh and they're going to buy you dinner they want you to, you know, show see how you yeah, interact. See how you them. interact with people. If you order multiple drinks, how you conduct yourself over your the etiquette. meal, your etiquette, and then they're also going to take you to the pool at the hotel. I have That's, not heard that. I've never seen it done in practice, but we were always told this: they're going to take you to the pool because they want to. And then they're going to seduce you. Yeah, they want to the see tub. you take your clothes off. They want to see you. In the pool to see if you do they have any see tattoos. The thighs. They wanted to see what kind of person you are. So that's what it was a weird thing that they like taught us. Maybe it's because I went to a Catholic school, but uh, <laughs> they, I don't know. they see you kiss a girl. Ooh, you better watch out. They that's find it. out you've ever fornicated. Game over. Yeah, we've you're never going to be a. This pastor. is totally off subject, but we've talked about this before. That where I went to college, if you were caught with condoms in your room, you were fined. Yeah, you told me that. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's how. Catholic so they would rather you have a baby, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you. I guess it is against their. Yeah, policy. premarital sex. Eh. You know, but birth you know, control. You should only be having sex for babies. I guess. Yeah. But anyway, I, I get what you're saying though. So the fact that they want to see what your body's made of, what you got covered on that thing. I think tattoos are interesting. So. It's 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 definitely a uh, it's a good way to express yourself. I here's how I see tattoos though, and you, I've you know I've heard this growing up, and as silly as it is, I think it's a great argument. Is like how do you expect it to look whenever you become older? So if you're 
some 70 year old man are you going to be rocking the damn uh aquaman on your giant phoenix on your back or are you going to have the uh green lantern tattoo on your thigh who has that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um someone so yeah and for me it's more about like the meaning behind everything you know the reason you're getting or at least for me and this I'm sure it has to do with a lot of other people. And we're going to talk about different styles and different reasons behind getting tattoos. But for me, it's all about representation. Um, you know, when I first got my first tattoo, uh, it was more of an act of rebellion uh, on my part because, you know, I did live somewhat of a sheltered life. And, you know, all these no's throughout the years of growing up. When I turned 18, I was like, psh. I'm doing this. And so I found a pretty cool symbol that was associated with Christianity, and I was like, all right, I'm going to get that. And that's the Green Lantern symbol. That is not the Green Lantern (laughs) symbol. So I got that. Unity. Um, And at the time, it was a meaning of... Which one is this? Oh, that's the one that's on your chest. chest. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, it was a a rebellious thing. It wasn't necessarily a religious thing. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Ultimately, um, my next tattoo stemmed to uh again at this point i my parents already knew that i had a tattoo Mm -hmm. so it was like whatever i can get more so i went ahead and got my favorite superhero green lantern and this is right after he came out as the first openly gay superhero (laughs) i believe uh something along those lines but uh it was probably years later when i found that out but um yeah he's my favorite superhero so i went ahead and Got the Green Lantern symbol tattooed on my right thigh, which is when I learned that colored ink does not take well to my skin. So, Did you break out? Uh, no, nah, it just didn't turn out quite how I wanted it to, um, but it is what it is. I got it in a place that, you know, you're really only going to see in certain situations. Um, and then... In that room. Yeah, basically. Or if you're at a company outing at the pool. <laughs> sure. Which apparently is which apparently is prevalent. Really <laughs> and then, you know, I've always had a fascination with kind of medieval culture. My dad and I always go to the Renaissance Festival together, uh, or we used to rather when I was living up in Pennsylvania. And uh, so I expanded upon the tattoo on my chest to make it kind of a crest, like a shield, which I thought, you know, looked pretty decent at least. Mm-hmm. And moving on from there, I got a larger piece on my right arm like shoulder bicep area which is going to play into the whole nautical theme which is strange because i'm not really a huge fan of the ocean but have you had thoughts of getting spongebob anywhere i was thinking more of a a patrick star on my elbow Mm. you know jellyfish little sandy cheeks yeah the uh the deep sea diver on my uh arm most of it was a design thing like i really liked the design the guy i worked with to get it done he does a good job he helped do the shield on my chest as well so i've been going to him for a couple years now and uh just this piece has you know representations i've got a trident in there for you know the three important people in my life my mom my dad and my brother i've got a treasure chest full of uh memorable items you know a fork for my grandmother she would always cook for us on sundays uh a dollar bill folded up into a bow tie my grandfather on my mom's side would always make uh, like dollar bill origami, and he was the one who like kind of started teaching us fiscal responsibility and saving money. And then I got a hammer for my grandfather on my dad's side. He was kind of a do-it-all handyman. Uh, and my mom's mom uh, passed away when my mom was 14, so I never got to meet her, obviously. The deep sea diver has like an air tube so he can breathe and it's actually bent into a breast cancer ribbon. Oh, so, I notice that. Yeah. That's pretty neat. So, so you, I mean, it's all about the meaning for me. So whenever you got it made or whenever you were picking out the art, I guess, did you describe how you wanted it or how what you thought about it and then the artist just kind of drew? Yeah, so I sent him a couple of designs that, you know, you pull cool stuff off of Pinterest, just like pictures. And I said, hey, I want the deep sea diver. Mm -hmm. I want a treasure chest. This is what I want in the treasure chest. I want a trident. And then he just ran with it. And so I didn't know what it looked like until the day I showed up for my appointment. And he showed it to me, and I was like, all right, works. Mm -hmm. So, I wonder how they always get the the size right. That's the biggest thing for me is that 
They can they can fudge it. Well, I mean, are they doing it? Are they doing it freehand? He he does draw it freehand, but ultimately they put it into like a program, and then, and then it, it, it prints it out on special paper. Oh, okay. And then when you wet the paper and put it on your body, it's like a purple ink that just shows up, and all they do oh. is trace and fill. Okay, in. yeah. That's what that's what so I was they worried can about. Resize it. Yeah. Whenever I, I see I guess stuff like that, I'm like, now how do they? If he wants, if you want the whole thing on your back. How are they doing that? The biggest thing for me, though, is I was always fascinated, or I have always been fascinated with the arm sleeve tattoo. For some reason, I think that's really cool. I think the the Rock doesn't necessarily have one. He has, like, the thing that you kind of have going for you, which is, like, starting at the shoulder. His is much larger. And (laughs) and moving down to the uh, elbow, I guess, right now. Yours isn't quite filled in all the way, but I think John Mayer has one. Adam Levine has one. And it goes all the way down from the shoulder to to the wrist. I was like, man, that's kind of cool. I don't know. I always thought that would be neat. But I've always wondered, like, how you would piece together something that would fit in and it would look, I guess, legit rather than uh, a mess. Because you've seen, I'm sure you've seen and I've seen multiple people have tattoos and they're just literally, like, someone went into, uh, made a PDF and then they just copy and pasted, like, pictures and then spread them out across the document. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they just had a tattoo in the top left corner and then a tattoo in the center, a little bit lower to the left, and it was just spread out, and there's no... It doesn't fit in. There's no art to it. It's just... It looks like a mess. It's just well, hodgepodge. Well, I saw tattoos. I saw a lady at, at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. She had four, four tattoos of cats on her arm, and there was no... Like, it was just small. It almost looked like they were fake tattoos, like you would posted on your arm nice. but it was it was legit like it looked real because you could tell the ink yeah but so. it was it was done it was they were really small and they were spread out and there was no structure to it it was just madness and why so why make that decision like yeah that? so that doesn't play i guess necessarily into the public perception uh as far as like you know professional standpoint and nowadays it's significantly more acceptable to just have your tattoos and and show them um, depending on where you work at. Yeah, but depending yeah. on where you're at. If you're but, working at a, a retail store, of course, you know, but no one's going to care. It's that judgment side. Like, how do you feel about, because I know, like we said at the top of the show, you're like 99% against your own personal tattoo. Like, you yeah. wouldn't do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, knowing that there's a lot of thought and meaning that go into people's tattoos, for the most part, you know. Yeah. Who are you, you know, to say, oh, these are crappy tattoos, you know. I get your point. Me having tattoos, I say that all the time. That's an ugly tattoo. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I, I know what you're, I know what you're trying to, what you're trying to say is like by n- never having one, maybe even not even coming or thinking about it, like how it would work. I think you can still say that person has an ugly hairstyle, but I would never have that hairstyle. Yeah, like bald, and, like bald. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look I'm, in the mirror. That's every day. less of a choice and more of a um, destined destiny destiny when you see someone's tattoos i think it's still possible to judge what they have um like with this woman she didn't do a great job of picking out the real estate on her body where she wanted it it was just kind of like yeah i don't care just put it right there Mm. and i think that is just weird and it kind of she seemed kind of crazy too i think anyone who gets anyone who tattoos i'm sorry but if you're listening and you have cats tattooed on your body i don't i think a lot less of you what if they're like garfield or felix the cat if it's like one cat and then there's like oh i hate mondays <laughs> i would i, I would think lasagna. that was yeah i would think that's hilarious but if it's like a real cat like a i don't you know if it just looked like they were trying to have some sort of real cat on their body and it's like oh i really love snuffles and she was my favorite and when i was a kid and she helped me get through all these hard times i'd be like you're weird <laughs> You didn't have to do that. You you can make a scrapbook of your cat. That's fine. Could could do that. I don't I don't think I'll ever get a tattoo, but I think tattoos are acceptable. Uh, I think now that um, things have been changing, with letting people kind of express who they are more. Um, and when I say that, I mean how become how gay culture has become more accepting, and even trans culture. And uh, I think all that is group together and that if you're an individual and you want to express who you are that has been people are becoming more accommodating to that rather than shaming you for being you know whoever you are yeah and so i think that's i think that's just another part is that you know you want to have a tattoo that expresses 
the art of, of you, maybe what you like or what you um, what you feel is meaningful in your life, or like you're saying, like your it helps represent your heritage, or not even your heritage, but your family growing up, and it helps you remind like who who's really close to you or who mm-hmm. was close to you growing up, what meant a lot to you. I, I'm all for that. Yeah. I would personally find a different way to express that or internalize it, but I can totally get why you would want to do it. So some people are in it for, you know, the reasoning behind the tattoo, what goes into it. And then some people trying to get the girls. Some people are just trying to get tattoos. And and there's one fad going on, and I've talked about it with a couple folks that I know who also have tattoos. And it's this idea of, like, the minimalist tattoo. So I've seen it a lot, especially when I'm at the gym. There are people getting tattoos of just thin lines like full circles around their like wrist or their elbow and it's just this thin line that goes all the way around and that is it that is all and i don't know if that's part like of like a new culture or what's going on it's like a wristband not like a full thick one it's just yeah, one no. thin line yeah. like right on the forearm that goes around and it just i haven't asked maybe next time i'm at the gym and i see the one guy there with it He's got like a couple, and then there's m- multiple people with them. But this guy in particular just bothered me for some reason. Like, what kind of thought goes in it? Why did you get it? Like, what is even the purpose? Are you just getting a tattoo to get a tattoo sake? And there are some people out there who um, get them for like part of part of the tattoo experience is just the experience. You know, it's not you're sitting there bleeding for hours at a time and like feeling the pain and you are there, you are in that moment, you are not doing anything else. So it's kind of like celebration of life. And some people do it for that reason. They're just getting tattoos in order to get tattooed. Like Mm -hmm. that is it. Just Um, say they went through it. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. That's just, it's something that bothers me. And as far as being a, a person with tattoos, judging other people with tattoos, like it just, doesn't make sense to so me. So do you currently. think that there has to be a purpose behind the tattoo that you're getting? Are you From just saying, my oh, perspective, I think it looks cool. yes, I would not get a tattoo just to get a tattoo. Well, what about this infamous Justice League tattoo that you have? That I That's mean, just because it's your favorite thing? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've always been a big superhero fan, huge DC fan, which that'll, that'll be, we'll talk about that at some other point on another podcast. What but, about if your favorite thing is i can't think of anything weird bowls of cereal well, that isn't one of my favorite <laughs> things and then you just got a bowl of cookie crunch cookie well, crisp cookie crunch cookie, cookie crisp, crisp on um, your forearm yeah no helps maybe me never forget i would consider it i mean i'm not gonna get it but i would consider it i already have mapped out in my mind my left arm is gonna be medieval themed and my right arm is gonna be nautically themed so whenever the disposable income makes itself available and i'm not traveling to other countries and feel like getting a tattoo that's what that's the game plan moving forward but everything's going to be well thought out well designed and have some sort of meaning behind it well before we head off of this subject because i know we want to get into piercings at some point and we're kind of digging a little bit into this what what place on your body you think a tattoo is absolutely unacceptable nice i know we wanted to get into this in the show that's honestly the biggest yeah part for me is that i'm not gonna go on record as saying any particular place on your body is unacceptable but i will say that i will judge you significantly harder i've actually eased up on lower back tattoos just because it's so cliched um biggest turnoff for me regardless of whether or not it's a guy or a girl neck tattoos can't do it man I just I, I can't think of anything that would look well I guess face tattoos too except Mike Tyson he's the man <sighs> he still looks dumb it, yeah. if he didn't no, have it, it does look dumb yeah. but like he pulls it off I'm not gonna he, say anything it still to makes him, him look it. dumber you know what I mean like he could he could I don't know he would I would think that he would decide to get it taken off his face but That's he's kind of iconic for it I mean if you yeah. see that tattoo you know who it is sure you know and that spans across generations, and not just people who watched him box, but people who just see the tattoo are like, "Oh yeah, I know Mike Tyson. He was in Hangover. Mike he has Tyson. this cartoon show on on uh, cam- a comedy, comedy great show. cartoon great network. cartoon show, by the way. The Mike Tyson Mysteries Faux sponsor. Uh, so what, what's the spot for you, man? Forehead. That's 
I mean, forehead is completely just face in general. Face, but forehead. Teardrops, I don't like them. Mm. Uh, A little, like, uh, have you seen some of the rappers with the crosses on their forehead? Or, like, uh, upside-down crosses and stuff, too? like, numbers and... uh, Numbers. I get, get, you know, if you kill someone, you you know, you get the teardrop. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to avoid you more so because (laughs) of that. I I mean, I don't don't like any of those. I, I think it's... I think the people who get those tattoos are not looking for an ordinary life. Um, and I think they're saying that with their tattoos. Yeah. Which, you know, if you want, if you, you live know, your whatever, life, live whatever you want to. I mean, I have seen some of the people who've shaved their heads and had tattoos over their bald head. That's pretty crazy, too. Do you too. think I should do that? Uh, like a, it'd be like a treasure map. I just want to get hair tattooed on my head so that it looks like I have hair. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's just all black ink on your head. There's a person possibly in my family. I will not disclose who they have tattooed eyebrows. Mm. Does it look good? Yeah, she looks fine. Oh, now we know it's a girl. Yeah. Someone related Narrowed to it me. Down. Someone related to me. Has there's someone that eyebrows. we know. I think we both know personally that this is not that person. Okay. It's not my mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean. <laughs> Face tattoo, neck tattoos, I'm not on board with either. I. I cannot stand giant back tattoos. More importantly, angel wings. Mm. Why? Big old angel who, wings. Who are you to put angel wings on your back? Don't like it. Are you a saint? Don't like anything around your private area. <laughs> Not a big fan of that either. I'm like, I'm. if they're tasteful, I'm all for it. If you're getting crazy and like putting weird stuff, mm. I don't like it. That actually reminds me, two quick stories. There was an individual that, you know, I was friends with in college implying certain things that we partook in and he would hang out with you a lot she (laughs) um and uh we would hang out occasionally and she had a large tattoo on her rib cage that said always and forever and it was in relation to one of her ex-boyfriends who Mm. they were together for a very long time and every time they would say goodbye to each other they would say love you always and forever nope and every time I saw that tattoo, I just laughed. <laughs> um, anyway, Did you next keep story. And thinking about how much better you were. Next than he story. Was? This one involves private areas and tattoos. A female. I saw this online. Got entrance in rear tattooed. Nope. On her inner thigh. Nope. So if you were reading it, that's not even that was, funny. That was the direction. Well, maybe it is kind of funny, but yeah. for the guy dating her and sees that, there's no way he's gonna be like, huh. That's a great one. That's a great one. And he's going to say that for the rest of his life whenever he's with her. I doubt it. So piercings. Transition. Segue. Piercings. But before we get into piercings. Do I have any? Yeah. Mm, Let me check. Nope. Don't. Do you have any? I don't. Have you ever thought about getting any? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. I thought about it back in the day, man. An earring or something crazy like a lip ring. I wanted to do earrings. uh, Like you get a a tongue ring. Until I found out I would not get a tongue ring. They kind of scare me a little bit. Um, I wanted to get ear piercings until I found out I had cysts in my earlobes in which, you know, I cannot get my ears pierced. That's not good for um, And then for a while I was debating between a lip ring and an eyebrow ring. A lip ring, I dude. went through like a real big punk, eyebrow punk, ring, punk dude. phase in middle school. Because you were a sick drummer. Yeah, man. Is it middle school? Sick, sick jungle beats. Yeah. You were thinking about getting an eyebrow I, ring. I wanted them in like middle a fake school. One. Yeah. I mean, I had an older brother. I was exposed to eyebrow know, rings, things that high school kids were into. Like, uh, and then ultimately, like cheek piercing. Decided to just you know close your not, butt, shut. not do anything. Is that possible? Have yeah. A, yes. They close your butt shut. Do you? So, did you ever think about? Uh, I thought about getting ear my ears pierced. Like I wanted think. black studs in my ears. I could totally see you. That I thought I was gonna. Well, I was all for it. My second year of college, I was in uh, I was in community college, and then I, my my buddy got them, and then I was like, oh man, these I think this would be kind of cool too if I got them. Ultimately, didn't get it Why? because I don't think I wanted to get piercings, uh, or I didn't want to like you just get decided. Yeah, yeah, I was like, Whoa. so I got to pay the money for this. I didn't have the <laughs> money at the time. I was like working job. I was working a job and going to school, and I just didn't want to spend the money. Again, it kind of goes all the way back to me being frugal. At the moment, if I had the money to just throw on it, you might see me with a sleeve tattoo and my ear spears right now, but I don't, you know, 
and I'm not hipster Steve. I'm not upset about it either. Like I don't care. So I thought about the ears. I didn't think about anything else. I, well, I may have thought about it. Like, what would would I get this? And I was like, absolutely not. Uh, for me, lips, tongue, nose for a guy is a no no. All the other stuff I just mentioned, I I wouldn't think it'd be pleasurable or it would look good. So what do you see like in culture today that either like shocks you or doesn't shock you at this point or you know and then afterward we'll get into topics of you know what do you think is attractive on another person the biggest thing would be the like sep- septum septum yeah. i don't like that man i think the i think it looks ugly seeing. there's some that are kind of like pointy looking like a crown and there's some that even that just are the straight bull looking mm-hmm. and i think they both look stupid I'm not a big fan of the tongue in general on anyone. I don't see how that's attractive. I don't even think I've ever seen someone with a lip piercing that I really liked. The eyebrow that you mentioned also did never thought that was attractive either. Mm. So those, all those, common. Nope. They're very common. In uh, and then gentle things. piercings, absolutely not. Not even, <laughs> not even a thought about it. You mean, all that. You weren't gonna get one of those. I told you, man, butthole. By, <laughs> not the butthole. <laughs> We're talking about I mean, that the butt later. Cheeks. <laughs> oh, God. That, I, I don't know if that's even a real thing, this but if it were, that just sounds dangerous. Yeah. Did you have anything that was completely off limits or that you see someone with and you're like, oh, absolutely I mean, not. ultimately, everything was off limits for me. I just you didn't, didn't, get it. didn't find anything that I really desired enough to get pierced. Um, but I honestly don't care like what people decide to pierce these days seriously oh belly button belly button's hot but you think we'll so? talk about that later my mom's got a belly button <laughs> oh god yeah that's hot it's <laughs> gross um so yeah we'll talk about what's attractive later but i'm kind of on board with the bull piercing uh the septum i'm not really on board with that um, everything else is pretty much fair game. Like you said, the genital piercing is a little weird to me. Yeah, uh, I think that it sounds pain. Ooh, um, nipples. Yeah. Guys or girls. I have a, a friend of mine from college who actually got his nipples pierced. Uh, something about, like, seeing nipples pierced kind of makes me, like, skittish. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's a sensitive area. Even, like, when they get near their back to tattoos, when they get near that area with a tattoo, it is... It's extremely uh, painful. <laughs> yeah. So I can't even imagine actually getting them pierced. But uh, well, my significant other got one on her foot, like the top of her foot, and a I, tattoo. I can't. Yeah, a tattoo. Not a piercing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, so I can't imagine how that would feel either with yeah, the thin skin, all the bone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, w- yeah. What piercings do you like? If you saw a girl with so, and I know you'll bring this up more, but I'll just touch on it. A little stud in the nose. Um, Goes a long Prior way. to even meeting you, I despised all nose piercings, and then I don't know, hanging out with you more and more, like I guess well, you, all the, all you the pictures, opened my mind to the idea that it could be attractive. All I the guess. pictures I have posted on my wall of girls with stud nose piercings. Yeah, that's it. It's just that's what did it. Literally wall to wall. And so, like now, I can respect it. I'm still not quite there with like a nose ring, but a little stud is all right. Um, yeah, and just one nostril, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen someone with two nostrils, yeah. but, you know, just for those girls out there that might be trying to impress you. And then we've got uh, the bar in the upper ear. Have you ever seen that? A bar yeah. that goes across? I, I think don't. that's... I, I, I like that. I don't see the point of but that. But my number one favorite piercing, back dimples. Oh, dude. That is my favorite feature of a lady. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I think that's so trashy. Mm. It looks mm. like a I don't want to say it on, <laughs> I don't want to say it on air. <laughs> I just, it just doesn't look great. No, I've seen girls me. with their hips pierced too. I've seen, never seen that. Yeah. That's I mean it I don't get I'm the not saying it's thing, attractive though. or unattractive. I'm just saying it's kind of unique in yeah. that they would decide. So you're a big that, fan of but... all that and the belly button. Oh, belly button, yeah, for I, sure. That was a big thing in high school. A lot of girls got their belly button pierced. Yeah, I was I was okay with it. To me now, I think it's it's a sign of it makes you look juvenile. Yeah, it does. Because if you, I think, because that's what I think of. I think of high school girls College. getting their yeah getting their belly button pierced. Now, if I saw like a thirty year old woman with that, I'd be like, "What? How old are you? 
No, get it off. I keep forgetting how old I am, and I think that's why like, I still enjoy a good belly button piercing. I think with anything, with any of these things we've been talking about today, it comes with age. Uh, whenever you have a stud nose piercing, something that I actually do think is very attractive on certain girls, if you were a 60-year-old woman and you had a stud nose piercing, huh. I don't think that it would look good on you. Real hot. I like the I like the earring. I mean, I like, uh, earrings are fine normally, um, <laughs> but the earring at the top, that's mm. that that's pretty cute like too. Like a little ring. Yeah, one I think one ring and a nose is fine. Definitely not the septum, and again, not two nostrils, whether it be studs <laughs> or rings, whatever. I don't think I've ever seen it, but just throwing it out there in case anybody decides to do it. Uh, lip ring, no. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I, I'm not. I'm really picky when it comes to girls who have that stuff. If that, if you have like multiple rings in the ear, I, I start. To, you know, every time you add a ring to your ear, to the same ear, yeah, it goes down in value. I just want you to know that. All right. So now that you're getting all judgy, and I've been judgy as well with the piercings. Um, what do you think public perception of piercings is? Uh, like is it better and, than and tattoos? Yeah, and how do you compare that to tattoos? Tough question. It's, it is tough because it really depends on what you have. I would say it, it comes down to where, like, where your tattoo is, what your tattoo is, mm-hmm. and then where your piercing is. Um, like, if you had a tattoo of the F word anywhere on your body, or a middle finger, or a gun, I would be like, no, I don't. This guy's already creeping me out. Why is it a guy or, or a girl? Dude. Yeah, there you go. Or let me finish. Any uh, of the other? Well, that's 70. news to me. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> news to me. Like I said, with with tattoos, depending on what the tattoo is, if it's if it's too aggressive and it's out in the open, I think it it's easy to judge. If you have the face stuff or the neck stuff, I think that people have the right to judge you. And I think when you get those tattoos, you have you should have enough perception to realize what people are going to think of you it's by a, getting it. It's a fine line, you know, because you want to be yourself, you want to be an individual and unique, and you want to express yourself in that way, and you have every right to, but you do have to understand that not everyone is going to see it that way, and so, you know, you have to, that, that's like with me, with my, what's eventually turning into a half sleeve is my decision was, okay, you know, when I wear short sleeves, my, the partners and my clients are going to potentially see this tattoo, um, so it was, you know, a tough decision to make. Like, you know, it's not anything offensive unless you hate deep sea divers and fun. And I'll say two things. Uh, I'll, I'll give two examples. If you get, if you all you want to do is get really big and eat all the time mm-hmm. and never exercise, mm-hmm. you're gonna understand that people are gonna look at you a little bit differently. They, I would hope that they don't treat you much differently. But they are going to look at you differently because you may be overweight. Mm-hmm. I wear shorts that are sometimes five inches long, or I, I used to wear. Now I wear them that are seven inches long. But when I wore still too chubby short. shorts that were five inches long, you better believe this guy's head was thinking, all right, is anybody looking at my thighs right now? Like, they feel good, and they're breezy and nice, and it's a good summer's day short. But I would definitely think that people are going to look at me different because I'm wearing these. Same thing with if when I grew my man bun out. I was like, well, you know what? People are going to think it's stupid looking, but I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think knowing that going in, uh, well, I think you just have to know that going in. You know, you're going to make the decision. If you really want to do it, you have to weigh that as an option. Same with tattoos and piercings. You can't just say the world needs to revolve around me because I'm getting this. They need to treat me with respect. Yeah. No. it's Respect is earned. Nice. So without, I guess, before getting into toilet talk... We're going to try and introduce a new segment into the podcast, I think. It's called Versus. Versus. Uh, what music should we play for this? Bum, bum, bum. That sounds perfect. That's good. That sounds like a video game, like an Atari game or something. What if we did something with, like... Fight. Yeah. Can we get the sound clip? Can we get, like, sound clips from... I feel World like Combat? we can use that, but Street Fighter. Versus. So the way Versus is going to work, we're going to pick two top, well, one topic, two different items, and while we may end up actually being on the same side of the argument, we're at least going to present 
two different sides of an argument to see who the winner might be. And obviously, we want your participation in this, so we'll have something up on the site where you can weigh in on... You can vote. Yeah, well, have a vote. vote. I think we have like a voting option we can do that. Yeah, and vote we'll on which see one's something better. there, which one's better. So, do you in order to get Steve's things... side? Of course or, you do. Well, I mean, it might not be Steve or Victor's it's side. It's always going to be my side. So we're going to start off with winner. one. We're going to start off with one that is, in fact, we are on opposite ends of the ske- spectrum. Waffles versus pancakes. Wait, I thought we were doing Mortal Kombat versus. No, we're editing all that out. Yes. Why? We're doing starting with job. waffles versus pancakes because I didn't think about anything for Mortal Kombat uh, versus Street Fighter. Fine. Uh, okay. Waffles versus pancakes. Pancakes. Or crepes. They're out on the same side, right? Sure. You can have crepes. I'm going to go pancakes. Pancakes are flat. Uh, they're, um, they Steve s- believes they the earth soak. is flat, too. Okay, so I know this is an argument for your side, too. But the pancake, instead of the syrup getting stuck inside of the waffle, you have it soaking up the syrup. Lame. Nobody um, wants that. It gets soggy. Easy. There's, I mean, and with pancakes, I mean, do you, do you have flavored waffles? Yeah. But how much better does it taste? Because with a waffle, it's just crunchy, mm. and sometimes it can like, you know, hurt That's your gums. Point. You get a little bit of. That's <laughs> not true. You get a little bit of the crunch. You get a little bit of that. But why delicious, do you need the crunch? It's it's a texture thing. Man. Now now it's a whole new level to the. Are we talking about crunchy breakfast experience? Waffles? Are we talking about kind of like loosey goosey waffles? A little bit of crunch on the outside like a, like with a the soft, fluffy, you know, yeah. soft interior. If you can make a waffle perfectly, admit this, Stephen. You have had a dish at Jose and Sons in Raleigh, yep. not a sponsor, mm-hmm. with <laughs> it's a corn waffle, like a corn tortilla would be, but a waffle. And it has chicharron and soft-boiled eggs, mm-hmm. and it's amazing and delicious. It and is. honestly, you can really only eat half at a time because it's so rich. Um, but amazing. You want to know what? They serve it with a corn waffle, not a corn pancake. That is Because waffles are better. But chicken and waffles is a thing. Chicharrones and waffles also is that. a thing. It's just like something with meat and waffles. They kind of go together. But a traditional breakfast, blue-collar families grew up with, Bizquick. A little short stack. <laughs> short stack. Honestly, I don't know what it is that makes it better, so I'm not having a great argument on this. The roundness, the softness... I think the ability to modify it is a little bit easier than having a waffle. With a waffle, you have to have a waffle maker, iron. True, true. So you're already in the hole right there having to pay $1,000 for a waffle I will concede the ease of modification. With waffles, you pretty much have to mix it in with the batter. With pancakes, common practice, you pour the batter, you throw in the blueberries or the chocolate chips or whatever, and then when you flip it, it all kind of, you know... Eats it up. Yeah. There I, you go. That's the I will mixture. concede that point, but on that texture, means I get 10 points. on flavor, on nope. everything else... Nope. Textures too... Accompaniment, you know, waffles can take a back seat if you want. They can also be at the forefront. Waffle House, you don't go for the waffles. You go for the house. No, you go for the experience and the yeah. service. Yeah. And- <laughs> the Waffle House near us, I got to say, everyone who works there phenomenal you've yeah you've been yeah. there once so I think there i've once been there twice. twice okay and that just fantastic they have again this is not ihop they're talking about pancakes at ihop we're talking waffle house they have an assembly line style there that they've implemented they have certain people who do the meats certain people who do eggs and hash browns all right now we're talking about waffle people, house yeah so we're do we're, but it's a waffle not because house. it's called what come on now i'm just saying it. they know People who know that waffles are better than pancakes know how to run a business. Well, there's also something called the Pancake House or the International House of Pancakes. Yeah, and when was the last time you had good service there? Never. That's true. That is true. Or good and coffee. Then and, and then, then there's Denny's. And then the table. <laughs> <laughs> Where the tables taste like syrup. <laughs> and you stick to everything. You sit down, you can't get back up. Everybody's fat. They make everything with a bowl of grease. Mm. Homemade grease biscuits. <laughs> gross so anyway denny's sucks pancakes take a close I, second but waffles i are don't best. know all right I, I do think the waffles are more versatile but i think the ease of making pancake uh the ability of soaking in the syrup i think 
Um, I think the time consumption with with waffles, you kind of got to you have to get it right when you make it. Um, with pancakes, you kind of just throw it on a uh, griddle and then just that's it. So if you're going for convenience sake, pancakes all the way. I personally would enjoy pancakes over waffles. If you make the perfect waffle, I'm on board with you. Soft mm-hmm. waffle, maybe a little bit of a crunch. I'm not much of a crunch guy. But then you can serve it with chicken, you can serve it with chicharrones, you can serve it with any sort of meat, and it's good to go. So I will concede with that, but if you're going ordinary day... And we will have something available on the website, myshotoflife.com, for you folks to put your input on our new segment versus did you like it, did you not like it? If so, regardless of whether or not you liked it, go ahead and vote. Are you team pancake or team waffle? And while we're talking about this, if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't left any feedback, why are you listening to the podcast? Don't listen to the podcast if you're not going to leave feedback. Yeah, we don't want you. We, don't, I, we, we, we do want you. We do want you, but please leave some feedback. We kind of would like to know if, if we yeah. suck or we Hop don't Hop on iTunes, leave a comment on SoundCloud. Oh, by the way, I've seen two additional reviews in the past week. Whoa. That's good. That is big news. So we have 12 official reviews now. Let's get that up to 20. Come on, guys. 20 reviews. That's all we're asking. Yeah. Feel free to reach out to us, too. You know, contact us on the website. Give us some topic ideas. Give us some verses ideas, some toilet talk ideas. Yeah. We're out. We are actually getting slim on the toilet talk, which is why we're starting this versus campaign it could potentially replace toilet talk. But for now, do you guys want that to happen? Who knows? For now, we do have a topic. Uh, and we're going to pause for three minutes while you go and create an iTunes account to start the review process. Go ahead. Beep, boop, boop, beep. iTunes.com. Vic's starting. He's starting one right now. Done. So easy. Done. Look at that. He did Already. it in five, maybe even ten seconds. That was it. Okay, Typed guys. Today's Toilet Talk brought to you by Super Mario Brothers. Three, four, five. Which one's which is the last one? Which one's the last one? I don't know. Three DS. No, wait. Super Mario Brothers World. X. No. Toilet. <laughs> so dumb. We'll plumb your bum. So for those who know us in person, Victor is the classic Mario, and I'm the classic Luigi, always coming in second place. Always, it's basically, only because he's taller than I am. Yeah, that's actually why I said that. Also, we both not, wear overalls. Also, I'm not fat like Mario, so let's just make that clear. Hey, who said he was fat, dude? He's, he's chubby, thick, <laughs> with three C's. Three <laughs> thick, thick boy. <laughs> Gross. Okay, so today's topic about clogging the toilet. I'm an expert at this. I'm not. Actually, I, it hasn't happened in a long time. I do own a plunger. That's good. And that's the step, that is the number one step for those who have toilets at all. Buy a plunger. So what's the normal process? All right. You lay a big, you throw down a big dookie, right? And it's just (laughs) laying in the toilet. The word dookie is just (laughs) classic, dude. The one and only good album Green Day ever put out, dookie. Look it up. Um, Beside the point, so you throw down a huge dookie in the toilet, right? And it's just laying there. You got that turd, you got your your toilet paper on top because you did a great job wiping yourself one to two wipes because you know you had your fiber that no day, one right? does that dude no <laughs> is one it just wipes, me yeah no one wipes twice and is call, calling it a day man that's why you're not clogging the toilet ever the purpose <laughs> the way that people are clogging toilets is using too much toilet paper each and if you use thick kid. toilet paper too if you use the thick five-sided rolls or five <laughs> five plied uh and that's why that's an issue so you go one flush right and then you realize, uh-oh, we yeah. got some bad news, right? So the water mm-hmm. starts creeping up and creeping up. And that you know, you start sweating a little bit, right? And then it because doesn't go all the way up, but you you know, you realize... You're still you're, nervous. Yeah. But, well, here's the thing. Do you flush again and then hope that it goes down the second try? Or is it going to fill up this time? Yeah. I feel like that is the point of no return. If you hit that you're second the one, risk, whew, man, you just never know. You're ballsy ballsy so anyway i've seen it happen you, like it, it go in your favor it's like oh yeah and it, it does down. Suck it nice down, yeah. okay i don't have to worry about this so a personal strategy of mine if it happens i honestly avoid the plunger 100 percent at this point i i don't I like my hands the, <laughs> i don't like plunging a toilet especially when there's a big old yeah because you're gonna get it messy yeah a big old log in there right so you're gonna get messy you're gonna get you know possible fecal fingers from this 
you're gonna get a, a poopy plunger. So hashtag poopy plunger episode thir- <laughs> 12, 13. Well, whatever this is episode toilet. Um, so, <laughs> so dumb. I avoid the plunger altogether. I just let it sit. If this is me in my own house in my own toilet, I let it sit. And you let the water drain out slowly. Water drains out a little slowly. That's fine. But ultimately what happens is the toilet paper softens up over time in the water. The log also softens up over time in the water. You might have to leave it for a couple hours. You have to poke it a couple times to break it up. And that's when I go for the (laughs) second flush. You wait maybe a couple hours. Let everything soften up. You go for that second flush. If it doesn't go down again, that's when you break out the plunger. Yeah, but if you're at someone's house, you don't have that pleasure. Ugh, that's... I can honestly say that I have not been in that. I've clogged toilets like in college, like public bathrooms, because you just leave and let someone. Yeah, because it, it's a, d- a dorm college. If someone walks into that, they're gonna go, you know, oh. and switch whatever stall that yeah, was. So you know, it is what it is. You come back a few hours later and you like, try. And oh, dispose dude, of what it. happened, man? Why'd you do this? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. So I've done that, but I've never actually been at someone's place and clogged the toilet before. Well, that's a good problem tonight. so yeah so tonight. tell me has this happened to you do you have any recommendations on how to handle house? it and you've just clogged up the their only means of you know relief i mean if you get if it's to the point where it is filled up to the you know how there's the toilet seat and then right below the toilet seats where the water flows in mm-hmm. if it's getting to that level you're in the danger zone <laughs> and <Highway> at that point <laughs> and that is where you need to start thinking of external options uh, now, I will say the biggest reason for all this happening I mentioned earlier is just the use of toilet paper. Excess toilet paper can sometimes lead to the stoppage of the toilet. So be conservative. That's a good recommendation. Uh, I would first say if you can prevent it in any way you can, flush one time whenever it's out of your system mm. and then wipe and then flush again mm. because that will more than likely mitigate any risk that you have there. Now, if it's already happened... You know, if that water's up to the level I was talking about, go straight for the plunger if you have one. If you don't have a plunger, that's where we have an issue. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And I was hoping that you would know since you're the plunger guy of the house. Yeah, I just own a plunger because I'm a responsible homeowner. No, I mean, you're the, you're the, uh, the Mari. Plumbing. He's a me, a Mari. I, I do enjoy plumbing. I mean, in all seriousness, not just because I'm Italian, but. Like I think if I were to like a thing, (laughs) yeah, because Mario. If if I were to learn a trade, it would be plumbing because it's just like dirty. It's a combination of math and puzzles, which I guess all puzzles are math because geometry is math. It's like I take apart my sinks all the time in order to clean them and make sure they're flowing properly. All you need to know about and I've replaced I've replaced the innards of your bathroom's toilet. Yeah, and the innards, all of them is in that my the tank? house. All of them is the yeah. innard the tank. Like all of the inside of the tanks, um, you know, the got the innards. house and it was a little old. You know, the house is almost ten years old. You say and innards, so, but then an innard sounds like a word. A uh, innard. Someone in the, Leonard, in the south would Leonard say Skinnards innards. Innard. You got them innards, boy. Innards. So yeah, I have a little bit of plumbing experience. It's not a big deal, right? Yeah. That's. I mean, I've given my advice was eat your vegetables. So no, we're talking about poops. if you pl- if you if you clog the toilet and then you don't have a plunger, what do you do? You go hands in. No, no, no. You just bite. I mean, you, you have, have to bite the. You're at a girlfriend's at house, but this is the ultra like the. Has this happened to you, Stephen? <laughs> worst example. You just leave <laughs> and then you never call her again. Oh, I did. Uh, <laughs> you did. No, that? wait. I was gonna say I stunk up a girl's bathroom one time, and then I. And that was kind of like the last time we talked. <laughs> so, <laughs> happened for a reason. Actually, nothing sexual happened. But I stayed the night, and I thought she was really weird. And then I pooped in her bathroom, and then I just left while she was at school. And then that was the last time I talked to her. <laughs> okay. All right. Well... <laughs> There you go. Oh, no, that's not there you go, even... kids. If you uh, <laughs> poop in someone's bathroom, no need to get mad at someone. If just it... poop in their bathroom and, and leave. Leave marks. Leave. So high marks. High. So Steve remarks. recommends that if you're at someone's house and you don't have a plunger and you clog the toilet, run. Yeah, I would exit get stage right. That's the only thing you can do. You gotta hope that they go buy a plunger though. 
Well, maybe if you maybe guys Amazon them a plunger. You can Amazon two hour now. Back then you couldn't do it. Back when we were kids, you couldn't do that. Yeah. But now you can just. Get well, it. if y'all have any recommendations, feel free to reach out to us. Let us know. Yeah. Um. We hope that we gave you great strategies in order to mitigate that from happening in your life. Uh. But as for solving the problem, if you're in that situation, if you don't have a plunger, you might be SOL. You might have to get dirty. So we're going to wrap up the episode with our rating of the Evan Williams 1783 something with bourbon whiskey. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Kentucky, Tennessee bourbon whiskey. Nope. I thought you just said both the words back to back. Certainly didn't. Um, Well, what do you think about... 1783 wasn't bad i liked it i thought it stung a little bit more than some of the whiskeys we've had yeah i think the uh overall flavor spot on classic bourbon whiskey aftertaste bit a little bit heavier which was surprising to me given its alcohol content only 43 percent 43 percent you know your typical bourbon whiskeys are going to be up around that 45 some crest a little bit over this one happens to fall a little bit below at 43%. And you would expect a little less bite with that reduced alcohol percentage. But in, instead, we got a little little more. Did you notice any? I mean, I thought it was, uh, I guess, a little more smoky than what it, it was. Uh, I, I tasted a little bit of a hint of vanilla. I think we tasted that with one of the more of frequent the Blanton, Blanton's ones that we tried. Maybe. It was one of the more frequent ones we had. I don't know if it was Blanton's more or... Uh, ones. Oh, the, I think the Woodford trees. actually had a little uh, bit of vanilla um, fl- flavor at the bottom. Mm. So whenever you you know you first sip on it, you get that initial impression. Like I said, it's got a little bit of bite. Um, some of your some of your uh, whiskeys tend to be more or less uh, abrasive. I would like to that that'd be how I describe it: abrasive. Yeah. Uh, this one was a little bit more. I'm actually not against that in a in a whiskey. So I think we tried the benchmark, and the benchmark tasted like you were drinking a mixer or you were drinking water because it went down so smooth. This one reminds you that it is, in fact, whiskey. Uh, but I wouldn't say let that deter you from it. I don't think this one was too expensive either. Uh well, I don't know. It depends on what you want to call expensive. This uh, looking the price up online. It's about eighteen dollars uh, for a fifth. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that would be an easier way to describe it. I need to start getting these measurements down pat. I'm not the best guy. I mean, when most it comes standard down to bottles it. are a fifth. Yeah, so a fifth, eighteen bucks, uh, gets you through a night. Gets you through hopefully longer than a night. Yeah, hopefully more than a night. <laughs> well, if you're drinking with friends, then you, you know, who knows. I would say it goes on the higher end of the list, or it goes at least on the higher end of the rating scale. For me, it sits around a 3.8. Not quite up there with the best of the best, but it is a good thing to try. If you're in the area, cheaper whiskey, go ahead and get you some. I I think that's usually how I do it. Like if you're, I mean, if it's like in your price range and it's something you don't want to you know, go go all out for. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Three point five. Okay. Does that kind of fit in with your? Is it consistent with some of the other things that you had? Yeah, I think uh, I think we should hop on the train and start trying some more Evan. Or this is Evan Williams, right? Evan yeah. Williams, yes. Yeah. I don't He's know. Got, this this might be more tasteful than some of the other stuff based off of what I've been reading. Yeah, I went to uh, a concert this past weekend and ordered a couple whiskey drinks using Evan Williams, whatever. That was the cheaper option black label? to get. No, I think it was like, it might have been just the Green regular black label. label. Green label's probably rye whiskey, which, yuck. Blue label. But. White label. That's Johnny Walker. Um, Yeah, so this is, this is solid, 3.5. Yeah, and I wonder if you guys are interested in learning a little bit more about it, if you want us to dig into the brewing process or even talk about the history of our different whiskeys, let us know. You know, another thing we can add to the podcast or at least add to our website to give you guys a little bit more information in addition to what we're already providing through our podcast. So um, just let us know. You know, you got our email address. You have our website. Give us some feedback. All right, everyone. Well, we appreciate you taking some time out giving us a listen, and supporting the podcast in any way you can. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes so you can stay up to date on all of our content. 
If you feel so inclined, and Steve pushed on this earlier, please rate and leave us a review. It really, really helps us drive exposure, and that's what we need at this point. Don't forget to check out our website, myshotoflife.com, and give us a follow on our social media outlets, myshotoflife, on Twitter and Instagram. In addition to iTunes, please check out our SoundCloud and Stitcher, where we will be posting our episodes each and every Wednesday. Feel free to reach out to us through our various outlets with comments and suggestions on future episode topics, as well as different drinks to try and rate. Appreciate you guys listening to the podcast this week. And as always, drinks are better with friends. <laughs>